Joe Maurer is going to have to change his autograph on Saturday at Twins Fest. He is signing from 915 to 1045. Just 60 bucks. They could probably raise the price on that now. The highest priced autograph is Paul Molitor and Ron Gardenhire at 70. I think Joe should be 80, don't you think? Joe Maurer, HOF, 24 is what it's going to say get some insight uh let's go to our baseball expert dan hayes covers the twins for the athletic he joins us often here on drive time and dan uh sort of amazing to say it i think at the beginning of this process a lot of us and maybe we're too close to it here in the twin cities wouldn't have guessed that joe mauer would be a hall of famer on the first ballot yeah, I, it, it is a little surprising. I mean, look, Joe Maurer's Hall of Fame credentials in my mind are, are impeccable. It, it sits there. I voted for him myself. Um, you get a vote, and, and you, he, you, you made your vote public uh, a while ago. You did. It, it was yeah. an, a no-doubter for you, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, look, what he did as a catcher, uh, obviously it wasn't for a long time because of the injury, but – he did stuff that no other catcher ever has done with three batting titles. He won an MVP, and that MVP season was insanely good. Um, he ended up with 2,100 hits, and, and he was an outstanding catcher. And, and I know he has his detractors uh, in the uh, Twin Cities region, or not in Twins territory. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. You know, I think when you get outside of it, look, everybody got to see Joe Maurer up close for a long time. He was the face of the franchise. Sometimes that just happens. Sometimes people... Um, they, they see the organization not winning for all that time and they blame it on the face of the franchise when, you know, he had nothing to do with the pitching staff surrounding him, that kind of stuff. Sure. But when you look outside Joe Maurer, um, it it was very obvious to me that he was going to get in at some point. I'm just still a little surprised it's first ballot because it is a borderline case. It took sort of an extra lens to look at for him to be in because he didn't do it forever. But I think talking to a lot of voters over the years, I got the sense they were eventually going to get him in. I just didn't know if it would happen on the first ballot. What do you think, Dan, that lens was? Was it just focusing in on those years as a catcher? And if he had retired instead of been injured, you would have looked at those catching years and said, come on, man, like no catcher's ever done this before. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think that's a big part of it. Look, um, it's a loftier uh, comparison because Sandy Koufax was a postseason champion and right. had some success. Yeah. Um, but Sandy Koufax was nine or maybe it was 10 years, um, 1957 to 1966. He got in the Hall of Fame because what he did was so special that it was too hard to overlook. And we're talking about a catching position that has always been known for the, the pitch framers, the guys that, you know, block the plate and block the ball and, it's a defensive-minded position. It has been throughout the entirety of baseball. There, Joe Maurer's, uh, there were there were only 16 catchers, or I'm sorry, 19 catchers in ahead of Joe Maurer um, in the history of baseball. That's a pretty small number. It's a position that we've always had trouble um, kind of determining who gets in. But Joe Maurer did some things that just no catcher has really done before. And, yeah, there wasn't a ton of power with the average, but the on-base – and all the numbers are just, I mean, 306 lifetime average is incredible. And, and you're talking about a guy when, when he compares catching numbers, and, and there's the great part about analytics is 
that you can compare players across eras now where, you know, when, back when hitting 240 was the norm, um, you can compare it to an era where offense was going crazy because they look for league averages at the time. Well, based off of 120 plus years of historical average, Joe Maurer is like the seventh best catcher of all time statistically. And, you know, I, I think that maybe people take it for granted what he did because he was so probably overexposed at home. I mean, come on, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. First pick, you know, I, I think that. Well, I think and we've that been watching maybe... him since he was in high school here. So we just, it, it exactly. is the expectations were sky high. And, and frankly, with a little time, I think most uh, rational Twins fans, uh, you look at what he did and what a gift it was that we got to watch it. Yeah, I honestly, look, I think that if we're going off of how many Twins fans we're talking about, there's detractors, it's probably 20%. Yeah. It's not like the the majority. It's right. It's a very vocal minority. Um, but I, I think, I've received the you know, I, I've received the letters in the mail. <laughs> when you when you're getting a letter, U.S. Postal Service telling me why you think Joe Maurer shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, maybe it's time to check. Yeah, that's your, a, that's check yourself there. That's yeah. some commitment. And yes. Maybe maybe there should be a commitment or, uh, a commitment to a state facility uh, that goes with that. But yeah. I mean, look, this is something that I've I'm fortunate to have been outside of the area. You know, I grew up in California. Right. I was in San Diego for the first part of Joe Maurer's career, and it was just electric watching from afar. And then I get to Chicago and cover the White Sox and saw about a year and a half of it up close before the injury, um, before the, the concussion. And he was just still amazing. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you see him at first base and you understand why, you know, that last five years isn't Hall of Fame level, but it's still pretty good for a guy that had converted positions. And, uh, right. you know, I, I just. All along, I've felt like, man, this was a slam dunk. I never had a question in my mind. It's always been shocking to me to see the online feedback that I get when I ask about Joe Maurer Hall of Fame. And, you know, even as these numbers have stacked up and, and he was trending in the 82 to 83% range all along, um, it was, you know, people were just like, what are voters thinking? And it's like, <laughs> well, they see a really good baseball player, and, you know. Dan Aids is with us. He covers the Twins for The Athletic. I mean, a 15-year career, six-time All-Star, three-time batting champ, three-time gold, clover, uh, gold glover, uh, more than 2,000 hits. Uh, and I think, you know, as this discussion has been going on as to whether or not he belongs in, you've heard more about sort of his ability calling the game as a catcher yeah. and how significant that Absolutely. was. Talk about that a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's beloved back there, and it's it's. I lots of times last season I thought to myself, man, I wish Joe Maurer had got to catch a pitching staff like what the Twins had in 2023, hmm. because while they had Johan and they yeah. they get guys like Gliriano, they'd have some really good years. You know, Phil Hughes had a really good year actually. That was post Joe Maurer. That was Joe Maurer at first base. But I mean, like you'd have guys here and there. But I mean, you can still think back to Joe Nathan pitching 53 pitches at Yankee stadium and, and giving up the walk-off homer um, because they just didn't have enough relievers. And last year, the twins had like six guys that could throw a hundred in the playoffs, or maybe it was like 97 and above, but Joe Maurer never had that group. And man, he would have loved it. He, he was a pitcher's best friend. I mean, he was very good back there. His framings, like that was a, a part that came along catching framing came along after, but 
people look at how he did it and he would have been viewed as an outstanding pitch frame or two. Um, you know, he did it all at a position that demands you do it all. And it's a physically demanding position. And I know that there were injuries. I know there was time away from the field. Um, this is a position now where the twins have routinely looked at it the last five years and six years and said, we want to go 50, 50 on our catchers because they know that fresh catchers are better. And Joe Maurer was trying to do it more than that. Um, you know, 921 games of catcher, he played a lot. And, and again, what he did was so outstanding with the offensive side because this is a position, you know, when I was growing up as Mike Socha and Terry Kennedy and Tony Pena, guys who hit like 230 with maybe eight home runs and 40 RBIs. And that was like, those were the best catchers. Uh, you know, Bo Diaz, all these guys that just really honed in on the defensive side. They didn't have a year where they hit 365 with 28 homers and 30 doubles. I mean, that, that that's just eye-popping. And I know that's the outlier year for him, but he was so amazing um, at what he did. And it really is something that you, you look at it and you you think this is well-deserved that he's in. Um, and obviously the voters felt that way yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Hayes with us from The Athletic. Uh, Dan, you've been there uh, in Cooperstown, right, when you have that ceremony, that moment. And we, we had a couple of Twins flair, uh, players, former Twins, inducted. Was it last year or the year? It was two years two ago. Two years ago. Tony yeah. Oliva and Jim Cott, yeah. And how, how, I didn't get to attend that one, but I got to go to Frank Thomas's in 2014. How special is it? How big of a, uh, a moment? <sighs> what is this going to be like for Joe Maurer? Yeah, it, it, it's an incredible moment. Um, I also recommend it for you know fans to go because it's – you know, I mean, depending on the weather, it's right. pretty hot. And it's a big, big open field, uh, but it's a really special event. And Cooperstown is a great um, town. Now, I mean, I recommend probably going to the the museum at a different time. That's just a madhouse, <laughs> yeah. you know, in, in July when there's 60,000, 70,000 people there. But um, it's such a great event. And, and what's really cool are the little parties they have off to the side. And again, I didn't get to go for the the Jim Cott, Tony Oliva, but, you know, talking to, um, you know, they have these, these special parties for twins, uh, VIPs, that kind of stuff. And the, the party that year included Jack Morris, Paul Molitor, Rod Carew, Tony Oliva, Jim Cott. Um, I know I'm leaving somebody else off, but Justin Morneau and Joe Maurer were there and Justin Morneau and Joe Maurer each won MVP awards. And by Hall of Fame standards, they were the sixth and seventh best players at that party. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're just like at this incredible party where yeah. I, I give Justin some garbage about that all the time. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe if you'd won two MVPs. Right. But, but like, it's, it, like, it's just such an incredible collection of baseball's elite talent. And, you know, they do this little golf tournament where all the, it's Hall of Famers only. And the Hall of Famers get to stay. And the Hall of Famers and their families stay at the, the hotel there on the lake and it's just a beautiful little town and and a really cool event um and you know it's for a select few and joe mauer is now part of that club really cool special day really appreciate your insight today joe mauer uh i think i read he's the first player born in the 1980s to be inducted into the hall of fame so think about that hey hey the other thing that's cool hey uh saint paul is now a baseball hotbed um you know, you can't. Let's not count the the minute, or let's not count the LA's, New York, Chicago's, because those are huge, sprawling cities. But uh, St. Paul, with four players now in the Hall of Fame, Mobile, Alabama had five, I believe. There's there's like four from Mobile proper, 
um, Willie McCovey and Billy Williams and a couple guys. But then there's a fifth player there from like mm. a small town right on the Mobile area. But St. Paul having four with Winfield and Malder and uh, Jack Morris and Joe Maurer is uh, a, a, apparently a Hall of Fame birthing ground. It's How about that? Incredible. How about that? Yeah. Really cool. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Dan Hayes from The Athletic here on the day. Yeah. Joe Maurer gets the call to be in the Hall of Fame. Back in a minute here on CCO.